there, everyone. Welcome to episode 55 of the Cracked Die Podcast. This is Anwar. I play Temid the Cleric on the show. And just as usual, I want to start off by saying thank you to all of you who are tuning in and listening to our podcast. It really means a lot to us. So this week, I want to start off by spitting some facts about Anduran at you. Did you know that Anduran threw off the shackles of the Chalaxian Empire in 4669 AR in what is known as the People's Revolt? Shortly thereafter, they codified the Associative Act, which made them the first democracy in the inner sea. They have an election every five years in which the people of Andoran elect the members of the People's Council, and in turn, the members of the People's Council appoint the Supreme Elect. So I'm sure many of you already know where I'm headed with this. In the United States, we have an election upcoming next week, and a democracy doesn't work unless the people vote. The people of Andoran vote every five years, and they have dragons and liches and evil deities all around, so if you can go out there and safely vote, please do so. Or if you already have via early voting, great, you listen to me talk for no reason. And for those of our listeners who are not American citizens and are not able to vote in the U.S. elections, sorry for boring you for the last couple minutes. But I hope you really enjoyed that little bit of Andoran lore that I was able to provide you. At the very least, look at it that way, right? Anyways, I've taken up enough of your time. That's enough preaching from the cleric. So I'll catch you guys later. Take care. Previously on the Cracked Die Podcast. All heroes fought and dealt with another dragon pillar. Upon completing this task, all heroes decided to explore some more. What will they find? Where will they go next? And who will be there to see them? Find out the answers to these questions and more on this episode of The Crack Die Podcast. Welcome to the 55th episode of The Cracked Die Podcast. Hey, we made it. We find out whether or not Pond Watcher lives or dies. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think Spoiler. he lives, but so far so good. <laughs> We're going to start the episode with just like a meteor falling out of the sky and killing him. <laughs> like, I oh, he's safe. And then he, John just I murders him. I swear to God, Sean, if you like rock soul, everybody dies. I'm divorcing you. <laughs> oh, jeez. It's been uh, said. It, it has. It's been put on the table. Mm-hmm. In a recorded medium. <laughs> yeah. Uh, That's admissible. Okay. <laughs> Uh, considering we both consented to it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, you all survived in various states of health, and I just want to commend Temid for keeping Pond Watcher alive. I went back and did the math on how much damage Pond Watcher took. It's easily double the amount of hit points you have. <laughs> Yay, Temid. Yeah. Yeah, I also Temid. miscalculated how much I was healing him, too, and I actually was supposed to have healed him for a little bit more. Well, wow. you already overhealed me the first time, so it didn't end up mattering. But it really is. It's like the medic and the heavy, and I'm just like screaming and running and forward and some more. <laughs> it scares I me. I did a total of five damage to about 270 or 280 worth of hit points, whatever those things had. <laughs> and that's, that was my job. You did grab one like a kitten, though. That was <laughs> you did. True. <laughs> I tried to snuggle it, and then it, it bit me. <laughs> and if you would It is you. a cat. You realize that, right? Like it's, <laughs> yeah. That's what it does. Oh, actually, so, um, so 
in this in our new home we have a backyard and there's this like cat like um like an adolescent cat it's not quite fully grown yet but it's not like a kitten and it's like this gorgeous like uh rust kind of color and it hangs out in our backyard a lot and so like you know i i like leave water for it and stuff because it's it's nice looking and it it's it hasn't attacked me ever and it's been leaving me at rodents it worships me Aww. now Aww. you have a that friend I have a friend. I'm trying to convince my wife that we should take it in, but she's like, no. <laughs> just full, full stop. Just no. Her no. reasoning is that she has one wild animal already. She doesn't want another one. Ah. A wild animal. I mean, someone who's really dirty and like, like doesn't uh, clean after himself that well. Yeah, we, know, we know it's you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm about to ask that. Is, is, it, is it you? <laughs> um, no, there's a wild boar that we found and Wait, a teacup boar. <laughs> oh, that's thought, actually adorable sounding. I thought, I thought they only came in packs of thirty-five to fifty. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh-huh. so after this battle, there are two dead dragon, fire-breathing dragon monkey things, and a knocked-over pillar that the smoke has stopped billowing out of its face. Good job, Brianna. Also, Brianna, that was clutch knocking that over yeah. so quick. It was like one thing and just boom. It's just like blasting lasers into the air like a lighthouse. (laughs) (laughs) I do not appreciate the disco party where we get hurt. Have you ever heard of a dark rave? (laughs) (laughs) Where it's light, it's like bright light, and then every once in a while it just like strobes dark? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what it did. (laughs) <laughs> I did shoot darkness at you. Yeah, I know I get it. I'm just trying to think of that in like a practical club sense. That would nope. be a, the weirdest. <laughs> I don't know. I actually kind of isn't that what what strobing lights are anyways? It's just just either on or off, right? Yeah. Right. It doesn't matter how it starts. It's just going to be either on or off. So that's exactly what people do in clubs nowadays, Matthew. But I, but I mean, like the bright, like what you would come into the club and it's like bright light, like it's just like fully bright in a club where you never want that to happen because then you can see all the stains and then every once in a while it just strobes dark like you're in a horror movie like that would be horrible that means at the end of the night instead of the lights coming up the lights go down so like those beer goggles get another level oh yeah fancy beer goggles those are level 8 beer goggles instead of level 1 wow Beer goggles? Wait, my character is very, very interested now. (laughs) So, you finish this battle. There's the corpses of two fire-breathing monkey dragon things. A knocked-over pillar. And you're all about ankle-deep in muck water. Kind of a swampy area. You can tell that these, these are like like you animals would come to drink from these this area because it's where the rainwater gathers it's not really moving too much there's not like a flow that's not moving into the river or anything like that but again another dragon pillar has been toppled it looks like it's been destroyed i sit down on the ground <laughs> <laughs> oh my god tebe just kind of oh sorry uh, no, you go. It's okay. Uh, uh Tebbit just kind of, like, gathers everyone around. It's like, come on, guys. Let's, let's tend to those wounds. <laughs> those burns. 
Did the monkeys have coins? The monkeys have coins? <laughs> Do they have coins or bongo drums or something? He goes, I don't know, Silver, do they? Oh. Oh. Right. Too soon. Twin, Twin Talon will go uh, search. He will not with a great a lot of hope, but he will go search the monkey bodies. Okay, so in the next 10 minutes, Twin Talon is going to search the bodies of the two fallen creatures. What is Brianna doing in the next 10 minutes? Mm. She will come over to Temmins and she she was called over and she's she's not as hurt as poor Pond Watcher but she could at least learn and or help alright and Soraya what are you doing uh, I think I'm actually going to spend 10 minutes studying the pillar with my dog lore okay Ooh. great Pond Watcher you're sitting on the ground um, I, I am fatigued I cannot take any action Great. I thought you were going to just pick up, pick up some mud and start rubbing it in all the wounds. <laughs> and Temet is, I'm assuming, healing Pondwatcher and Brianna? Or what are you doing, Temet? Yeah, you can do two at once, right? I can do two at once. So yeah, he's going to be healing the two of them, and, and he's going to be saying, so Brianna, what I usually do when I'm, when I'm healing people like this is I sing a, a little song that helps me remember... Um, how to heal people. It goes knee bones connected to the thigh bone. The thigh bones connected to the hip bone. The hip bones connected to the no, no. Ah, shit. <laughs> Do it doesn't make me feel more comfortable. <laughs> okay, okay. Alright. It's like surgeon it's simulator. Like, you have to imagine, you have to look for the key points in the body. The head Shoulders, knees, and the toes. <laughs> knees and right. toes. Knees and toes. It would have been way better and way smarter and way more clever, but I came up with my <laughs> shitty version. Of it, I know. So. I liked your song. Uh, I did too. Twin Talon. Did go you ahead. make that up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, anytime that anyone sings it, I get uh, thirty-four cents. <laughs> cool. Okay, I'm gonna roll Twin Talon's perception to see what he finds. Uh, what is your perception bonus? Uh, my perception bonus is a 14. I am a master perceiver. And I'm also fast at perceiving, too. Not that I think that matters, but... Temid, go ahead and roll for healing of those lovely folks. All right, so they each get uh, about 20 hit points back. It would have been more, but he, he thinks the, the hip's connected to the nose. Soraya, what is your Dahak lore? My Dahak lore is 13. Okay. So Twin Talon, after looking at these small creatures, realizes they don't have any pockets. There's no mm-hmm. really place for them to store anything. But since you've started to kind of study poisons and whatnot... You do huh? see the fire sacks that you think you might be able to harvest, or at least Soraya might be able to harvest and show you how to harvest those. And they could potentially give you some uh, components. Ooh. Uh, All right. Uh, he'll point them out to Soraya then. Cool. Soraya, as you're looking at this, this uh, fallen pillar, <laughs> you realize that this is, again, one of the many pillars and you actually see on it 
that there are some scratch marks. Uh, almost like tally marks. And huh. you think that those tally marks might... You have a very good thought that those might represent how many pillars there are total. Total. Why would they do that? Okay, whatever. So how <laughs> many scratch marks do I see? See, eight. Eight? Eight. So we've knocked down two. No, we've knocked down four. Yeah. Four? Oh, okay, okay, four, four. I'm, my memory is shot. Well, because the one was broken when we got there, but... That's true. Just to, to be clear, is it uh, number of eight, or is it just eight? You just see eight slash marks on okay. the... So it's not like five slash marks slash eight slash marks. It's just eight slash marks. <laughs> it's not yes. five of eight. Yeah, yeah right. Okay. Can you imagine? <laughs> In a series, so we have to collect them all. I think that well, that would that would make more sense so that they can like catalog. Oh yeah, we have five of them, and number five out of eight is broken, so we got to go fix number five. But just saying, yeah, no, no, we have eight of them, and everybody needs to know that there's eight sounds a little weird. But I mean, if they're all different colors and they do different things, they know. Ah, okay, the darkness pillar's broken. Let's go check it out. Yeah, I still think that this whole thing, um, there's going to be like when we get to the final place, there'll be a. Like something there that would have been more powerful if we didn't destroy all the pillars. Yeah, that's my guess. It seems like the most rational thought. Because we can totally avoid these if we really wanted to. Yeah, I mean, I'll share that with the rest of the group and you know, point out that it, it seems like there might be a number of these. We've we've gotten perhaps about half of them now, and um, I guess we'll, I suppose we'll see what the what the rest of them are about. Yes, I feel like we should continue finding them and uh, gobbling them over. Sounds good. Before we do that, though, I do want to look at those, those uh, sacks you pointed out. I'm a, so, Twin Talon, what are you going to do for the next ten minutes while Soraya is going to look at the sacks, uh, the fire sacks and these creatures? I will go to Temid. I'm like, uh, Temid, I, that last little bit of the combat did... Uh, that got hurt, so if you could uh, patch me up, I'd appreciate it. No problem. I have a seat right next to Andy over there in the pond. Mm. <laughs> hey, that's funny. Is he pond sitter now? Oh, Is, nice. Am I going to get my skin back at any point? Uh, just... Um, It's hard to tell. It's connected to your ears, so, you know. <laughs> I mean, they are. His skin is connected to his ears. He was right about something. Thank you. Brianna, what are you going to do in the 10 minutes while uh, Soraya is trying to carefully harvest these fire glands? Um, she always feels uneasy now since um, Silver was taken, so she will stand watch and stand guard to make sure that her compatriots will be safe while they're doing their various healing and or um, salvaging of glands. Great. Soraya, we already know you're going to try and cut out those those fire glands. Absolutely. Pond Watcher, you can do stuff now, but I'm assuming you don't really want to. I can't do stuff until I have a full night's rest. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. And te- Temid is yep. going to be healing. Gotcha. So, Brianna, what is your perception bonus, if you don't mind? Uh, Excellent. Also okay. a nine. Nine? Mm-hmm. Okay. 
And Soraya, what is your crafting? That would, of course, be my master. So it's 17. <laughs> okay, great. So, uh, go, yes, I was say, time to go ahead and roll your healing. So as another 10 minutes ticks by, Twin Talon gets healed for... 18 hit points. 18 hit points. And uh, Pondy also gets, yeah, thank you. Yep. Brianna, as you're walking around, kind of being a sentry, you don't really see anything coming around. You don't notice any unknown creatures or anything like that. Soraya, with you managed to carefully harvest one of the fire bladders from the creature. The other one, you accidentally, like, something shifts and you uh, cut it and it kind of, like, deflates. So you only get one fire bladder. What's your roll for me? I know, I'm sorry. Pond Watcher, you also heal another 18 and Temid is healing everyone. So you are all fairly tired, I'm assuming, from this um, chaos, if you will. Mm hmm, mm hmm. Do you guys want to camp here, or do you guys want to try and head out, try and get to another hex tonight, or what? I would rather let our tank rest. <laughs> Sound fair? Yes, we just have to somehow protect ourselves from the mosquitoes that will undoubtedly be very, very um, hungry tonight since we're by water. Lots of it. Timid, I will leave that to you. You seem to be the best at that. Alright, uh, but before we, we do any of that, everyone gather around and I th he's just going to drain the rest of his healing spells uh, until everyone's topped off. That sounds fine. I think over the course of the next few hours, it's probably, I mean, you guys got there around like, probably like noon. The fight took a couple of seconds, as strange <laughs> as that sounds, with how much every, how much stuff happened, and then you're kind of like, okay, well, that was a very, exp like, tiring day, and you guys set up camp. Renuli shows back up, and she tells you that she didn't really see anything in the uh, hex that she was exploring. Let me reveal that for you all. Dun -dun -dun, dun -dun -dun. This is such a massive place. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, if you guys would like to roll for camping and whatnot... Sure, I have a, a question about... I haven't been using Guidance much, and it says that basically my next check, it, you know, I can get a plus one, or whoever mm -hmm. I, I choose can get a plus one on it. Is Within this, a round, I think. It's in a... Yeah, right, but I, I guess since this is like a survival check over the course of time to build this thing, I don't think it would really apply here, right? Like, is that... Yeah. Does that everyone agree? Unfortunately. Okay. Yeah. Unless you cast it every round... I mean, it is a cantrip. Yeah, I mean, you could do that. You know what? Go ahead and take the plus one. All right. Yeah, you're, you're like teaching us. Yeah, I would say that it, it takes, you know, 33% longer than normal, but you get yeah. a plus one. So it doesn't matter because I got a natural 20. So instead Nine. of a 33, I got a 34. Oh, yeah. Suck it. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you managed to show everyone how to build the camp and you build an excellent camp. So I, the way that I see it is he finds the enemy lair and the enemy sleeping. 
and he mm-hmm. just kind of just stabs it, and the campaign's over because they won. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. We did cool. it. Um, you guys can tell. Well, since Kemid rolled so well, you guys know that you're probably two hexes away from where the Ekuje area is, the Ekuje town is. Mm-hmm. So you guys went south. And then you guys kind of went east. Yeah, northeast. And then, and then up northwest. northeast. And now you're you're kind of almost back to where you started. So. I mean, we're going to have to explore this whole map anyway, aren't we? Yep. Yeah. And, and looking at the map, I was wrong. It was We've done three pillars. Okay, yeah. <clears throat> so five of that same encounter left to go. Yay. One, two, three. Plus the one you found... That wasn't completed. At right. Correct. We can't see the numbers, but it's at the uh, yeah. yeah. The yeah. Ruins. Okay. okay. So we're assuming that's one of the eight, the one that wasn't completed. Yes. Okay. Well, it was four. Okay. It was right. Okay. Cool. So um, I was wrong. I was right. <laughs> <laughs> Wait uh, a minute. Side sounds like me. For you, Sean. Mm-hmm. Um. What do the so I have the fire bladder. What does it do? What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> Say it again. You can use it to craft um, fire bombs if you'd like. Oh, like the long way? Yes, like the long way. Oh. <laughs> I'll hand it over to uh, Twin Talent if he wants it. But the long way, they last forever. The short way, they only last for the day. Yeah, but I can get like a lot of them a day. Okay. It's also that's one of my the lesser versions are I now have infinite supply of. I don't oh, that's them. right. Yeah. So I mean, twin talent if you want it. Serious, but I mean, I have no ability to craft anything, but uh, <laughs> I don't want to. No offense, but I don't want to hold a volatile bladder full of fire liquid. <laughs> Fair. We'll see if I just can't use it for utility something later. If I like spread okay. it somewhere, can I light Sounds it on great. fire? Maybe. I mean, it is flammable liquid. It's basically like petroleum jelly in a in a, in a bladder. I'm assuming it won't let me become like a vivisectionist and install it on myself somehow. So no, <laughs> nope. <laughs> I didn't see that that new archetype come out yet. So, uh, hey Paizo, I will write that shit for you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think I'm gonna give also just just for funsies. I'm going to give Anwar. A hero point. Or? Why? Keep, keeping us alive. I mean, great. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I appreciate it. I, I will accept it. But I really was just doing what a cleric does. And then I'm going to give everyone a hero point. Yay. Is encounter? I can't, can't have more than three. You can't but have Anwar four. can't have four? No. No, he cannot. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you gave him a hero point and then took one away. Yep. I said no. He tried to take it away. I said no. <laughs> <laughs> On roll twenty, you can actually it, it pop up came up and it said he wants to steal your card. And I was like, no way. <laughs> <laughs> now he's apparently stolen all of our hero points and punishment, though. So Rip. I still stand by my actions. <laughs> Fair. I stand in solidarity. Shield bros. Shield bros. <laughs> I say fuck y'all. <laughs> what? 
Actually, he's punishing me by giving me all of my uh, hero points back and no one else any of theirs, so that the group hates me. Mission accomplished. I mean, no, that would never work. Like, what do you mean? We would never hate you. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. Sorry. Back to stuff. Um, great. So you guys get some good rest because Tamid is so skilled at building camps by at this point. You guys wake up the next morning and where do you all want to head? So as the de facto tactical leader, I think, <laughs> uh, well, I would actually ask a question. One, how are our supplies? Do we need to go back to the Akuja camp and resupply or are we in good shape? Um, you could definitely go back and re- refuel at the Aku- at the Akuja camp. They're probably about half empty. Okay. So then I would say uh, for today, we go one tile northwest. That'll put us adjacent to the Akuje camp. And mm-hmm. then we can send our spider friend directly north um, mm-hmm. to explore that hex as well. So that'll get us to explore hexes, theoretically. Works for me. This would probably be the time to replenish supplies as long as we're right here. Yeah, we're here. Right. Yeah, so. that's, that's what I mean. So then, and then tomorrow we can go replenish while she does the one directly north of the Akuja camp. And then yep. we can kind of come to the west and see if there's anything that's over smart. there that we missed. Yep, yep. And I can finally pawn Alex Greatsword. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what any of you people who don't use metal like a silver greatsword? They love it, okay? They get melted down for some uh, necklaces. I don't know. All right. Cool. All <laughs> right. Not my problem. <laughs> so you all explore. You head that way. It is very, very uh, compared to yesterday, like the day before. It is a very boring day. It's warm. You're still under the shade of the tree, so it's keeping that humidity in. You're sweating, uh, but nothing, nothing exciting happens. Probably okay. a nice change of pace, actually. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, okay. Then the next day I say we go to the Akuje camp, resupply, and send Renuli to the north of the Akuje camp to explore there. You all head back to the Akuje camp. They greet you with very excitedly, asking you what has happened since you've left. Uh, we solved your issue with that... Uh... You know, not being able to see things into the into the jungle. Do you know what was causing it? Uh, it was a a pillar dedicated to Dahak. It shot black light out of it, and uh, it seems like it could have blinded you if it hit you. Interesting. Have you encountered anything strange or out of the ordinary? There was a guy with a jackal on the back of his head, and. Uh, some more pillars. So pretty much par for the course, I would say. You all seem to be uh, how to say this politely, short a member of your group? Oh, right. right. Uh, The old man was carried off in the night by vampires. (laughs) I... Just casually throw that. Oh out yeah! There. Oh yeah! That did happen. <laughs> <laughs> so, with the news of vampires in the forest, the Akuje looked very concerned. Um, you see the twin leopards start establishing 
quickly sending out more guards to protect the area. And you can assume that their watches will be uh, more vigilant than they have been perhaps in the past, especially at night. Um, you guys can sell whatever you need to sell, which will handle off air, resupply with whatever you need to resupply. They give you fresh mosquito netting. They give you food. They give you rations for a week. Um, they basically provide you fresh water for two weeks worth of water, one week worth of food. Their theory is there's enough in the forest that you can get food easier than you could probably get fresh water. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dysentery. <laughs> <laughs> and any, again, this is a fairly large settlement, so if there's anything you wanted to purchase, uh, you can probably find it. Anything special anyone wants to pick up? Well, uh, Hero Lab gives me an option to rent a dog, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yeah, rent a dog? You can, you can rent a riding dog. <laughs> Under the uh, the mounts section, so I'm gonna get like seven of those. Is that is that cool or no? Let's get it. I I was watching a video earlier of what I can only describe as a herd of Saint Bernards, and I'm just imagining Pondwatcher like leading them into battle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you you head up to the flapping jowls, the dog, <laughs> the dog rent rented dog, and unfortunately they're closed for a whole So. <laughs> Every time. Yeah, I would yeah, right. actually, if it's possible, like to buy a javelin of lightning. Uh, what is the rarity on that? Uh, that's a great question. It's a ninth level item. It just seemed fun. You know what? Yes, you, you can buy one, but only yes. one. <laughs> it's 110 gold. Oh, wait, sorry. I don't have enough money for that. It never happened. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know what the difference between gold and silver is. I'm stupid. Javelin of lightning, 110 gold. Yeah. Hero Lab is wrong. And they'll be getting an angrily worded letter from Pond Watcher. <laughs> <laughs> Not rich. I don't have time. He's Pond got a lot of more time than it. I do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I feel like that's that's actually something that happens on a not so rare occasion for for these gaming companies where people will send letters in their character. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So you get resupplied. Do your shopping. Where do you all want to head now? Now remember, you can move two hexes in a day. Right. Do we think there's anything worth exploring, Sean, to the west of us? Or would that be a lot of dead air time? That might might be a lot of dead air time. Okay. I think the Akuje settlement and the where you found the kobolds, I uh-huh. think that's as far as you would need to go. Okay. To the cool. west. So then with that magical knowledge from the universe, I would mm-hmm. say we should you know, Where's truck back to the east. Yeah. Because I mean, we can get back to where the the last dragon pillar was in one day if we just move and do not do anything else. Here, let me just reveal that. 
cool. So we asked the Akuje, is there anything over this way? And they're like, nah, dude, nah, don't worry about nah, it. Nah, fam, it's cool that way. Go the other way. Akosa's <laughs> like, let me let me send up my drone. Thanks. I'm just like, oh, yeah, no, nothing. <laughs> Perfect. We invented drones, so. Oh, cool. Yeah. Awesome. So where are you headed? Back south, I guess. Uh, I, I would say... I was going to say back to the Dragon Pillar, we can kind of we're, can explore the northern area and then move south and then back west to finish it up, back to the Elephant People. Because we know that there's a mine somewhere. We know that there's a fortress somewhere, I think. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what we can find. Okay, so you're heading south, you said? Oh, I, I was going to say right there, east, right like there. directly east, yeah. All right, so you guys... Back to where we just were, fought the, the darkness-emitting Dragon Pillar. So you head back to where you were. When you get back, you notice that the fire-breathing monkey dragon corpses have been eaten by indigenous animals. Uh, Sounds good. Because you guys didn't Circle hide the them. The, yeah. Yeah. Why would we hide them? Yeah. The, mm-hmm. uh, the pillar is still there, knocked over. Do you guys do anything else to the pillar, or do you just leave it knocked over? Um, uh, I guess we should. Yeah, does it seem it. like it's yeah, still doing something? Say. Or no, as soon as it got knocked over, it looks like it stopped. Well, Someone could re-erect it, though. Exactly. The last thing we need is a repair crew having it. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, can you like melt it or something with like acid? Can I pour the fire bladder on it and light it up? <laughs> yes, I was thinking too. Yeah. <laughs> we all like get down behind like so a little this... like uh, you know divot in the ground <laughs> and watch it explode. Yeah, just, I, I'll, I'll say you guys did that before you left. Oh, yeah. I mean, she definitely just stands there and, like, you know, it all, like, it blows her hair and her robes back. She's, you can't see. She's just grinning. Awesome. <laughs> so, so Temid's not, listen, not listening to everyone while they're doing this, so then he just kind of goes off and starts peeing on it, and every time she tries to light it, it just kind of goes out. <laughs> and they're like, what? I, I think I with know. my alchemical knowledge of fire, that's a dangerous move for Temid to make. <laughs> Okay, I rescind what I just said. Be careful, you'll blurn off your penis. <laughs> blur? blur? Blur it off. That blur was a thing. It's a callback. It is a callback. Call I know. <laughs> okay. So, you guys camp there. You still find the, the, the remains of your first camp. So, you don't really have to do much to fix it up. It's still really good because it was a critical success in it. Mm-hmm. So you guys camp there, and where are you headed off to now? So east, yeah. I would say, yeah, directly to east. I mean, can we explore that hex if we end up there? Or are we yeah, not going to explore it? Okay. So if we could, I'd like for us to end up, you know, two directly east, and then have um, our spider friend go one directly north of that. Great. So you all move there. Renewly moves there. I love when I go to a map that I thought I put you guys on, and I only see two player, two characters. <laughs> only Temid and Pond Watcher. That's the only two that make it to the next map. Well, see those guys later. <laughs> you probably still couldn't kill me, <laughs> although you very nearly killed me last time. I should probably stop saying that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, you were you were very close. You were at what? 20-something 20 20, yeah. out of 111. 22 out of 111, but really 121 with the rage. So I got lit up. Yeah, and you that's did. With, that's, I... I didn't take any fire damage, but I should have. So that's like 
even more. I would have been way dead if not for Temin. So you guys follow the 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 water kind of from the the first the the black eyed pillar and as you go through the first text it's not that big of a deal but as you approach the second one you see a sinister pall seeming to hang over this area of the forest where jungle birds frogs and insects once sang in deafening cacophony there is now only a menacing silence ahead an ominous pillar topped with an indigo carving of a dragon head looms in the middle of a tall tangled clearing Oh boy. Okay. Well, Indigo Dragonhead, go ahead and put yourselves in that square as you would like. Okay. So, you are where you are. You guys appear in this clearing. You've now dealt with enough of these dragon pillars to know that. Once you get within a certain range, you're gonna set something. You're gonna set it off. So, <laughs> I love, I love how it's like Twin Talon, Brianna, Temid, Pawn Watcher, Frontline, Soraya, chilling in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I am not a tank, um, but can I can I do Dahoflor and see if I know anything about what this color might do? Sure, it's a good idea. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Except I rolled a three. Sixteen? You're pretty sure that this does fire damage. Can I, uh, can I do dragon lore? Yeah, absolutely. Worse. Watch uh, out for the ice! Uh, you th- yeah, you think it does <laughs> ice damage. Can I use knowledge architecture to figure out how stable it is? Yes. Yes, you may. Nineteen. Uh, yes. So you're pretty sure, that, like, uh, once again, you could probably push this tr- pillar over. Uh, it looks like it's rooted to the ground fairly securely, but it's also drawing magic from the ground. So once you mm. topple it, it should cut off the magical energies going through it. All right, guys, I've studied the architecture of the pillar. Let's just do the same thing we always do. <laughs> Which is rush forward and try and push it over? Yes, and then when things jump out of the trees at us, we kill them and don't die ourselves. How about we look and see if there is something in the trees that we can try and avoid? All right, if you want to do it different. (laughs) Just, well, I'm sure an 18 perception will give me nothing. Uh, 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 Sean, can you roll for me? Yes, I can. Oh, oops, sorry. Yeah, let let me roll everyone's perception real quick. Uh, starting with Twin Talon, what is your perception bonus? 14. I'm a master. Brianna? 9. Soraya, what is your perception bonus? 9. Pond Watcher, what is your perception bonus? 11. And Temid, what is your perception bonus? 15. I'm sorry? 15. 15. 1-5. 5. 1-5. Thank you. Okay. There's like 36 ghouls just like under the water waiting for us to take one more step. <laughs> like that scene, in, oh, <laughs> that scene in Lord of the Rings with other people under the water. Exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So as you are all approaching, 
Pond Watch, uh, sorry, Temid points out some frog looking archers. Oh, like the ones we fought before? Yeah. Okay, cool. Hey, look over there, guys. There's frog archers, the kinds we fought before. <laughs> Frarchers. Remind me, what was most useful against them? Uh, stabbing them worked great. <laughs> Well, I don't have a bomb. I don't have a pipe bomb. <laughs> hmm. Now that you see them, if you would like to give me a society check. 22. 22. You know that these are Gripply archers. What about the 31? You also know what? that these are Gripply archers. Um, Soraya, you may ask me one question. Twin Talon, you may ask me two questions about that. I'm going to go with weaknesses. Uh, they have no innate weaknesses or innate um, bonuses. Yeah. Okay. Twin Talon. What is their exact AC? 20. Oh, good. Um, and her knowledge was that they have no weaknesses or bonuses against anything? Correct. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, do they have any, like special attacks like they can croak and make themselves run fast or something like that um nothing like that however they do have an, a, an ability called hail of arrows the gripply archer makes three ranged attack strikes with their short bow again all against a single target combine the damage of any strikes that hit for the purposes of resistances and weakness and it costs two actions okay all right so these guys can do the same thing that the uh, fire dragon monkeys could do, um, but they do it at range, where they attack three times real quick. But they don't blast fire, correct? No, no, they're just they're just frogs. They should be pretty easy to take down with their weapons. Okay. I have a longbow of my own. Perhaps I can start this party off. Just blow holes in them. That'd be great. <laughs> uh, okay, so... Does it look like they see us? No, it looks like they're not paying attention to you. It almost looks like they're focused still on the pillar. <laughs> it's like a hypnotic effect. Uh, okay, so Twin Talon will try to sneak up behind the one that's kind of... Well, there's no cover here. So I guess he'll try to go like sneak this way to get the one that's to the northwest of the pillar. So uh, for our listeners, there are six of these Gripply Archers kind of positioned in... Um, like the the west, northwest, north, east, and southeast areas around the pillar. Um, so Twin Town's going to do the one that's just to the northwest of it, assuming our map is up as north. Yes, it is. Because there's trees that way. Can you please show me the path that you are walking? Uh-oh. Stop right there, please. Uh-oh. <laughs> I went one square to the west. <laughs> um... So that will trigger the dragon pillar trap. So it's going to make its attack, and then we're going to roll initiative. Jesus. Okay. So it is doing uh, 25 versus your AC. 25? Yes. Shit, that is my AC. Okay. Please make a fortitude save. 31. So as you step, take that first step, the smoke starts billowing out of the mouth of this pillar 
and the smoke is indigo and a purple indigo beam flies directly at you and it hits you and you feel yourself beginning to be confused oh no uh-oh but but you manage to shake it off but when it hit you you still feel slowed for one round slowed one for one round even if you succeed yeah. nice so now with that let's go ahead roll initiative yeah let me just add everyone to the initiative tracker Twin Talon rolls a 34. Okay. Can we all use uh, stealth <laughs> for initiative? Yes, if you would like, because they did not see you. Yikes. I got a 20. All right. I got a 23. Okay. I also got a 23. I got a 17. Temid, Brianna, and Watcher. Who would like to go first between Brianna and Soraya? Do you have a preference? Nope. Um, I do not. I'll go just to see if I can get any status effects on them. Okay. Right. Give me one second to adjust something. Because I realize the way I set these up, all of their hit points are linked. So if I reduce one, they all reduce. Yeah, that works for me. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Nope. 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 No. No. High bind HP. Nope. Nope. Great. Let me roll some initiatives for them. I have six initiatives to roll. Okay. Now that things are all set, Twin Talon. You yes. are going first next week. Oh, come on. <laughs> the evil laugh, though. Right? Will all heroes be able to deal with these Gripplies? What have they summoned? And will they manage to survive? Find out the answers to these questions and more on the next episode of the Cracked Die Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Cracked Die Podcast. Background sound effects provided by Sirenscape because epic games deserve epic music. Please visit them at sirenscape.com. Pathfinder 2nd Edition, Age of Ashes Adventure Path are all copyright of Paizo Publishing. Please visit them at paizo.com for more information. 